You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, August 21st. This is Arya O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. IDF soldiers detained a Palestinian man after he was seen throwing rocks and a knife at a military post, Gitit Junction in Samaria. The man was taken in for further questioning. The head of the Samarian Regional Council, Yossi Dagan, praised the security forces for preventing an attack, but he said that a terrorist who attempts to attack IDF soldiers or civilians needs to wind up dead. Israeli soldiers need to receive the orders to shoot to kill. This is what the opening fire rule should be like, just like in other democratic countries, he said. Graffiti on buildings and vehicles calling Arabs the enemy and demanding the expulsion of Palestinians for acts of terror appeared this morning in the village of Harith in the northern part of the Gaza of the West Bank. The graffiti read, Arabs are the enemy and the solution to attacks is the expulsion or death of Arabs. Iraqi figures have blamed Israel for last night's blast on pro-Iranian Shiite military facilities close to Baghdad. Parliament member Karim Alawi told Madain TV that Israel was also behind the string of unexplained explosions in recent weeks on Iraqi Shiite militia sites. According to Sky TV, 50 missiles stocked in the targeted site yesterday were destroyed. There were no claims of responsibility. Meanwhile, the London-based Ashark al-Assad reports that both Moscow and Washington have agreed to let Israel stage attacks on Iranian targets in Syria and Iraq, provided they not publicly acknowledge it. It quoted an unnamed Western diplomat. Israeli officials have given a muted response to remarks by U.S. President Donald Trump, who said American Jews who vote for the Democratic Party were disloyal. In a press conference yesterday, Trump was reacting to Democrat Congresswoman Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib, who, under pressure from Trump, were denied entry into Israel last week. Where has the Democratic Party gone, Trump said. What have they gone? Where have they gone and where... They're defending these two people over the state of Israel. And I think any Jewish people that vote for a Democrat, I think it shows either a lack of knowledge or great disloyalty, Trump said. Jewish groups in the United States were outraged by Trump's comment, but the Israeli government, which has particularly close ties with the Trump administration, appeared to hold back. Prime Minister Netanyahu's office declined comment, and Energy Minister Yuval Steinitz told Khan Radio, we must not intervene in the political disagreements in the U.S., we keep good relations with both the Democrats and Republicans, and we must continue to do so. We have supporters and friends in both parties, among the Democrats, among the Republicans, Jews and non-Jews, and we embrace them all, Steinitz said. The American Jewish Committee issued a statement saying, Enough, Mr. President, the organization tweeted. American Jews, like all Americans, have a range of political views. Your assessment of their knowledge or loyalty based on their party preference is divisive, disrespectful, and unwelcome. Please stop. The IDF and U.S. Special Forces have concluded a joint exercise simulating retaking a hijacked ship, the Army announced today. The drill comes amid heightened tensions between the U.S. and Iran in the Persian Gulf and efforts by the Trump administration to set up a naval security mission to protect shipping in the Straits of Hormuz. Footage released by the military showed the Army commandos parachuting and rappelling onto a ship and storming a container-like ship vessel during the exercise, which was dubbed Naval Rose. Amazon has officially announced on its global website the launch of operations in Israel. Amazon has set up a page in Hebrew and is urging Israeli businesses to join the arena. 
Amazon is also offering that overseas businesses store their inventory in Israel and make arrangements with international shippers through the local shippers of their choice. Amazon points out that it has 300 million active customers worldwide and offers sellers who want to sell in Israel to use its platform and prepare for the upcoming Jewish holidays. It remains unclear if and when Amazon will begin operating. Amazon stresses that its advantages are speed of supply, savings in shipping, including a free shipping for local products. Taking a look at the weather, and it will be slightly warmer, mainly in the hilly regions and in the center of the country. On Friday, temperatures are expected to go up, and it will be hot and dry in the center and humid along the coast. Maximum temperatures in the main regions, Jerusalem 30, Tel Aviv 31, Haifa 29, Beersheba 39, and then Elat going up to 40 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.